Okay, so I'm super excited that you're here today. And I'm not just saying that. I'm saying I'm super excited that you're here today because we are learning entrance into the kingdom of heaven. We're doing a matter of life and death here. If we don't know how to enter into the kingdom of heaven, we're not going to enter in. We need knowledge. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And Jesus is teaching us. So Jesus, we acknowledge you. We thank you and praise you. Thank you for teaching us, for telling us things to come, for showing us the mysteries of the kingdom of God, for revealing your truth to us as you're going to today. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He's so wonderful. He is. He's so wonderful. And he wants to reveal to us today how to bind the enemy. You know, we say it, I bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name, and then wonder why nothing happened, why he didn't leave, why he didn't say, why, why what we said didn't happen. And Jesus wants to tell us that truth today. The, the Pharisees said, you're casting out a demon with a prince of demons. And then Jesus explain to them. And he said, if a kingdom is divided against himself and rebelling against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided, split into fractions and rebelling against itself, that house will not be able to last. And if Satan has rised and resurrection against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but he surely is coming to an end. No one can go into a strong man's house and ransack his household, his goods right and left, and seize them as plunder unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may thoroughly plunder his house. So to first bind the strong man, what does that mean? It means, as James says, to submit to God. Resist the enemy, and he will flee. Be subject to God. Resist the enemy. Stand firm against him, and he will flee. That is how you bind the enemy. He's not in your, temp in your temple. You don't share temples with him. As he was sarcastically saying, the, the Pharisees did. Satan cannot bind Satan, Right? So standing firm against him, resisting him, is tying him up, binding him, keeping him from doing anything. And if you can't do anything in your life, if you can't do anything, if you completely are subject to God and resist him, he's going to flee. There's nothing else for him to do. But if you're constantly just playing patty cakes with him, doing sin, um, giving in to his, his ploys, not knowing what's going on, then how are you going to bind him? You're not, because you're not resisting him. And Jesus wants us to know that. We need to come completely against him, totally turn from him, choose sides. Jesus said, Either you're for me or you're against me. Which side are you on? You got to make that decision. 
We say, I bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name, ignorantly. And he's laughing and nothing happens because we haven't resisted him. We continually go along with what he's trying to get us to do. We have gods before God. We say and do things we know that Jesus is against. And so when you use your words and you say, I bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name, it doesn't do any good because you're not resisting him. When he comes with his lies, you resist him. That's how you bind him. No, I'm not going to say that about that person. No, I'm not going to have a God before God. I resist you. Come close to God and he'll come close to you. Recognize you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests. Purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. You ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. I want to marry you. Yet, you're dating other men. You're dating other women. You're playing in Satan's playground. And then you come and you ask God for favor. Or you say, Satan, I bind you. You do all the things that you heard you're supposed to do. But your heart isn't in it. You haven't resisted the enemy. And so nothing's going to happen. God really isn't your God when you're not resisting the enemy. Come close to God, and he'll come close to you. And he's come, as he comes close to you, as you seek him, as you seek revelation knowledge, you'll find out it's just been words that you've been speaking with no power behind them because you're not resisting the enemy by your actions, by your lifestyle, what you say and do. What are you saying? What are you doing? How are you living? Are you a part of God's life? Do you care about what he cares about? Do you know what he's going through? How he's grieving that we're not getting ready. This is an area, again, of getting ready. We got to get ready. Jesus is coming. And we're still playing in the enemy's playground. We're still not resisting him. We still haven't come close to God. We still don't have power in our lives. The Pharisees didn't have any power in their lives. They weren't submitting to God. And so when they saw Jesus heal, cast out demons, the man stretch out his arm and be healed, of course they were jealous. How can he do this? We can't do this. We've been here longer than him. Where did he come from? He's not the son of man. So because they were so shocked at what Jesus was doing, 
right? They were not only jealous, they were accusing him of using powers from the enemy. And Jesus said, that's what you're doing. That's what you're trying to do. And that's why it's not working. What a revelation, huh? That's why it's not working for the church. We bind the enemy. We send out all these prayers and nothing's happening because we're not resisting the enemy. The Pharisees weren't resisting the enemy. Jesus said, he's your father. You're doing what he tells you to do. You have gods before God. I can't help it. You're having Easter egg hunts. You're not resisting him. You're joining up with him. On the day, Jesus was resurrected from the dead. And so you have no power in your church. You have no power. You're ignorant of the word. You're ignorant of the truth. The mysteries of the kingdom of God aren't being revealed to you because you're not submitting to God and resisting the enemy. When you find yourself like thinking you got to make money, you got to do something for money, it's a ploy from the enemy. He's trying to control you. The Pharisees were doing that. Jesus came in and turned the tables. If he was here, would he come into your church and turn the tables? If he healed somebody, would you, would you, if he sent someone to heal, to cast out demons, would you say, you're doing that. That's the devil. Get that person out of our church. That's the devil. Because you can't see. Because you're blind. We need to seek Jesus and let him teach us the truth. So we're not walking in ignorance. So we're not making him look bad. So we're not walking without power. It's an awesome, awesome revelation that we need to have. I bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name, we say, and nothing happens. Let's make something happen. Resist him. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. You have no power to do that unless you're resisting him. This kind comes out by fasting and prayer. Have you resisted him? Have you walked through the wilderness and cut down all those trees that are in your way? So to say, have you said no, Satan, no, Satan, no, Satan? Or do you just camp out there a while? Huh, I think uh, just this one last time. I'm just going to gorge myself. I, I'm feeling depressed anyway. It's okay. Yeah, I felt that nudge. Uh, you asking me to fast, but maybe next time. I just can't take anymore. 
The reason you can't take anymore, the reason you have all this chaos in your life is the enemy is overtaking you. You have a lack of knowledge. We need the mysteries revealed to us. We need to understand. Ask Jesus, what does this mean? How do I tie him up first? So I can get rid of him. Ask him. Be subject to God, James 4, 7, resist the devil. Stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, he'll come close to you. Recognize that you're sinners and your soil and get, get your soiled hands clean. Be done with him. Stop giving in to him. Stop giving in to the lust of your flesh. Realize you've been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests. Purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. It's an amplified classic. As you draw near to God, be deeply penitent and grief. Even weep over your disloyalty. Let your laughter be turned into grief and your mirth to dejection and heartfelt shame for your sins. Humble yourself, feeling significant in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. He will lift you up and make your lives significant. And then goes on to give more direction. Jesus is beckoning you to come to him. Ask him to teach you. Stop thinking you know it all, that you don't need him. Stop avoiding him and thinking you're ready. Day after day, he gives us revelation knowledge, knowing that we are nowhere near ready. Be bold in who you say you are. Resist the enemy. He's only a little small man. He just He's just a liar. You can resist him. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Stop letting him control you, saith the Lord. Stop letting him have his way in your life. Jesus said, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. This is doing as well. Submitting to God, resisting the enemy? Of course, that's his will. But are you submitting to the enemy and resisting God? Are you avoiding him? Are you trying to go around him? Is he in your way? He's trying to be in your way so that you can have salvation. Be part of the remnant. You know, the enemy makes it look so hard to step on over to the other side. And he uses people to say cruel things to you, 
to try to get you to stop. Like, oh, now you're being holier than thou. Like, oh, you know, now you're too good for us because you're trying to do the right thing. Let them say it. You're not going to stand before them that day. You're going to stand before Jesus. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the only way. You're going to get to the Father. He's the only way. There's no other way. Resist the lies. Resist what people are saying to you to try to pull you back. It's the enemy. Resist the condemnation. Resist them looking down at you or looking back at you, laughing at you. It's just the enemy trying to get you to submit to him. If he can get you to quit because he's got you feeling self-conscious of being a Christian, standing up boldly for Jesus, speaking the word, doing the word, you're going to spend eternity in hell. Make a clear choice. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. But Lord, I do this. I cast out demons in your name. I did many mighty works in your name. Did you? Did you? Did you do what he told you to do? Or were you just saying, I bind you in Jesus' name? And nothing happened. He's going to stay away from me. I didn't know you. If you practice lawlessness, your father is the devil. If you, if you don't do the will of God, you're doing the will of the enemy. There's only two ways about it. The other day I was reading how God molds us into... Our, our part, and um, the enemy tries to make me feel bad for um, telling the truth. And the truth has to be told. That's what God told me to do. And I have to resist him. You know, so many people have this feel-good message, and we don't want a feel-good message. We want to be confronted. We want to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The Pharisees were being challenged. Jesus was telling them good. He was teaching them. No. I don't use Satan. Yeah, I know you're jealous. I know you've never seen this before. But here we go. I'm here to teach you, to tell you the truth, to love you, change your mind, repent. The kingdom of God has come upon you. It's time. It's time to stop fooling around. Pick the kingdom you want to live in and then resist the other one. Resist the enemy. Because anyone would pick good over evil. Satan has no feelings for you, no compassion 
for you whatsoever. He's just trying to control you. He wants you to live in damnation. He wants you to live in hell. He hates you. And so, as he tries to control you, your part is to resist him, to know the truth, to seek, to knock, to find. The disciple said, can you explain this parable to us? And Jesus said, yeah, because if you don't understand this one thing, you're not going to understand anything. The mysteries are meant to be revealed. And as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. How does he do that? He's going to come and talk you out of it. If you let him. So you got to be one up on him. Prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Don't let him devour you. It's a matter of life and death. Eternal damnation or eternal life with Jesus. You choose. You choose. Submit to God. Resist him. Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart. And if you want to submit to him, then say this prayer with me right now. No turning back. Change your life. Stop playing around with sin so you can enter into eternal life. Commit with me right now. Jesus, we commit to you to do your will. Help us. Show us the mysteries. Reveal to us truth. We choose you, Jesus. We submit to you. We want to be engaged with you. We resist the enemy. We refuse to any, any longer hang out with sin. But instead we choose you. Love you and praise you, Jesus. Submit to God. Resist the enemy and he will flee from you. You can do it. Resist him. Stop listening and doing. Don't do as well. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.